Good evening, everyone. It is Thursday, June the 20th, 2019. It is currently 9.02 p.m. Central Time. Well, my Bible is open, and it is open to the book of Romans. Now, if you've been listening to all the sermons that we have posted, then you know what's going on. And if you are a member of Victory Baptist Church or been attending Victory Baptist Church, then you know what's going on. We are currently involved in a verse-by-verse study of the book of Romans. Now, we've spent, I don't know, six weeks, seven weeks, seven sermons. I don't even know, because sometimes I did multiple sermons um, in one day, so it may not be fair to say seven weeks, but six, seven, eight sermons, I I would have to go back and count, on the book of Romans. And, well, we just finished up verse two, right? So, woo, we're moving quick. However, I had to make an executive decision. I had to make a decision, and I have chosen that this coming Sunday at Victory Baptist Church, we are skipping verse 3, and we're going to go all the way down to verse 18, and here's the reason why. Verse 18 and following is a very well-known section of Scripture, and it has been very well-known in many churches because when you start reading Romans chapter 1, verse 18 and following, you get down to verse, what is it, Um, verse 26, and we read these words, For this cause God gave them unto vile affections, for even their women did change their natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. All right. That's a famous passage dealing with the subject of homosexuality. Now, this passage of scripture has always been preached, you know, by Bible-believing Christians to to go after the sin of homosexuality. And in modern culture, obviously, it's a time bomb waiting to explode because to speak against homosexuality in 2019 is basically akin to a hate crime. You are considered a bigot. You are considered evil. You are considered, you know, wrong. So just to speak on it and to try to preach the biblical understanding that homosexuality is a sin, it is ungodly, and people must repent of it, that is a that is almost considered a crime in 2019. And, and so, some people would like to make preaching that a crime. They would like to make a law against hate speech, and they would define that as hate speech. Um, in fact, preaching that on some and posting your sermons on some social media platforms, there's a chance you could be banned or have your sermon deleted. Again, for violating some type of community standards against hate speech. So, so just to preach that message is controversial, but it's even more controversial than that. Not only is it controversial because the message of homosexuality being a sin is rejected by our society, also the preacher who preaches on Romans 1 and following finds himself in the middle of controversy because no matter what they say, someone's going to be mad, right? If you preach a sermon where you're like, okay, Yes, homosexual, homosexuality is a sin. But let's say they say something like this. 
Um, let's not treat this sin any different than another sin, right? Uh, uh, all sins are equal before God. Let's, uh, you know, people, some people commit fornication. Some people commit adultery. Some people, you know, look at pornography. Um, you know, uh, all sin is condemned by God. And let's not put homosexuality in a different category. And some people will be like, no. That is wrong, you liberal, you compromising Bible denier. You're trying to get along with the homosexuals, and we're going to speak against you. And they will scream that in Romans chapter 1, it says in verse uh, 26, For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. They will see homosexuals have been given up to their vile affections, and this puts them in a separate category that would be the argument so if you if you don't if you don't go along with that exactly right controversy now you're getting now you're getting uh, and you're getting in trouble with the people in the world because you said it was a sin so they're mad at you you're getting in trouble with people in the church because they don't think you're being strong enough you can't win then you have other pastors who go to a completely other <laughs> they go they go way over to the other extreme which we just saw in the news recently and say things like well let's call homosexuals but with derogatory terms i won't use the terms they use to, i guess to try to prove a point and to prove that you're bold and big or whatever and then say things like i believe the government should come in and execute them and then use a derogatory term well okay you could go to that extreme. Now, of course, now there, you're going to get everyone mad at you. The point is, is there's imbalance. There's imbalance in how pastors handle it. And people go to extremes. You'll have some some who'll go to a, a complete other extreme. And this will happen. Some will try to argue, well, this is not even an actual, what we just read in Romans chapter 1. That's not even a condemnation of homosexuality. That is referring to um, homosexual prostitution. It's not even referring to homosexuality. You'll have some people who go to that extreme. There's extremes. You can't win. It's controversy. So I have decided, since it's obviously a relevant subject in 2019, that's where we're going to... We're just going to go there right now because it's been all over the news lately, especially with the pastor in Tennessee preaching a sermon, calling for the government to arrest, try, and execute homosexuals. Obviously, when that kind of thing is happening, controversy controversy is going to abound. And so we, I think we need a biblical, we need a, someone to present a biblical teaching on Romans 1, 18 and following, not a political one, not one that's going to one extreme or another. Try to find out what the Bible's actually teaching. And I think one of the major disservices that happens is some pastors, when they get to Romans 1, 18 and following, it's almost like they can't wait to get to the sermon on homosexuality. Now, what we have to do is, I think in Romans chapter 1, 18 and following, Paul is building a logical argument that one thing builds to another, builds to another, and we have to take the argument apart and then put it back together and not become so preoccupied on one or two verses there condemning homosexuality because he's making an overall argument about sin, about a lot of things there. So we're going to try to take this apart. So this is what I want to do this evening, all right? I don't want to preach my sermon 
And I don't, you know, I don't, and again, I probably, I've already said something that I didn't say it the right way. And there's already going to be someone mad at me because again, you're just walking in a minefield just to even discuss this, but we're going to approach this the best of, uh, best of our ability. And as I always do, I don't like my, my people at Victory Baptist Church and I don't like people who listen to me online to be passive listeners. I don't want you just sitting there drinking a Dr. Pepper, eating a bag of Doritos, listening to me. I want you with a Bible open, a notebook open, and I want you thinking, questioning, and struggling, trying to find answers. So I thought tonight I'd hit record and just quickly give you some homework to work on. Members of Victory Baptist Church. Oh, I know. I just blew out some eardrums. Okay. Members of Victory Baptist Church, I need you to be prepared when you arrive on church on Sunday. Because you know when you're not, you know I get irritated, all right? I like you to be ready. So here we go. I want you to focus on Romans chapter 1, verses 17 through 18. Let me read Romans 1, 17 through 18. Verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth and unrighteousness. Now, as I was preparing for Sunday, I noticed an interesting thing, and you probably hopefully just heard it. Verse 17, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed. Stop right there. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. Where is the righteousness of God revealed? I think if you go back to verse 16, you'll get an idea, but I want you to answer that. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. From where is the righteousness of God revealed? It's revealed where? Answer that question, right? Where is the righteousness of God revealed? Now, some of these questions I may not answer on Sunday. Some of these are just for your own benefit, getting you to start thinking about this section of scripture so that we can build a biblical understanding, all right? So, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed. Therein where? Where is the therein? It's revealed in something, and obviously it's a reference to the previous verse. So, where is the righteousness of God revealed? And how is the righteousness of God revealed in the thing that it's revealed in, right? So what is this thing that reveals the righteousness of God? And how does it reveal the righteousness of God? All right, now I'm not going to repeat these questions a lot. So where, where is the righteousness of God revealed? What is this thing that the righteousness of God, that reveals the righteousness of God? How does it reveal the righteousness of God? You're going to have to figure that out in verse 16. And then next... That word revealed, what, what is that, what is the Greek word that is translated revealed in verse 17? What is the Greek word? What does it mean? All right, everybody got that? Verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven. Now, interesting, 17 has righteousness being revealed 18 has God's wrath being revealed. Is it the same Greek word in 18 that is translated revealed as it is in 17? All right. So where is the righteousness of God revealed? What is this thing that reveals the righteousness of God? How does it reveal the righteousness of God? What is the Greek word for revealed in verse 17? 
What is the Greek word for revealed in verse 18? And then this is interesting. Is there some connection that Paul is trying to make? He's trying to make something like, hey, this reveals the righteousness of God. Here is the wrath of God is revealed. Is there any, is there an argument or, or a correlation or a contrast that he's trying to make? All right, let's go through those again. Where is the righteousness of God revealed? Like, what, where is this thing? What is this thing that reveals the righteousness of God? Uh, that verse 17, for therein is the righteousness of God. Where is the therein that he's referring to? All right? How does it reveal the righteousness of God? All right? The word revealed in verse 17. What is the Greek word for revealed? What does it mean? All right. Next, verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed. Is it the same Greek word used in 17? And is, is there something, is Paul purposely using the word revealed under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit? He used the word revealed in 17. He used the word revealed in 18. Is he trying to make a contrast? What is the significance of righteousness is revealed in 17, but wrath is revealed in 18? What's, is there a correlation? Is there a contrast? What does he want us to take from this? Now, we're going to be working on 18. That's Our focus is going to be 18 on Sunday. All right? We're going to talk about the wrath of God, and then we're going to look at all the things we can learn about God's wrath in verse 18. I think there's a four, maybe five things we can learn about God's wrath in verse 18. I think that's the approach I'm going to take. I could change my mind. All right, that's it. That's all I want to do. I told you it would be, well, I didn't tell you I, it would be quick. See, when I don't tell you it's going to be quick, it, it can be quick. I, I planned on going live and doing a live broadcast for this. But at some point, my wife is supposed to be calling me, asking me what I want to eat because I'm starving to death. And I'm, I'm literally, if you hear this, you may want to send food to my house now because I am, I could die in the next three seconds. I literally, I have not had food in a hundred years. Okay. And I do not use hyperbole. I believe hyperbole is wrong. But no, I am going to die. So my wife is going to call me any second. I went, please call. I need food. So I was going to go live, but that would kind of be weird getting a phone call during a live broadcast. So I thought I would just hit record real quick and give you some, some work to do from now till Sunday. What reveals the righteousness of God? For therein is the righteousness of God. This is Romans 1 verse 17, right? Okay, how does it reveal God's righteousness? The word revealed, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed. Okay, is that, what's the Greek word for that word revealed? What does it mean? Verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed. Is that the same Greek word that's translated revealed in 17? That's, is it also used translated in 18? Is it the same Greek word? And is Paul... Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, what, is he, what kind of point is he making by using if using revealed in 17 and reusing revealed in 18? Especially if it's the same Greek word. I think it's on purpose. So what does he want us to take from it? It's interesting because I was looking at commentaries and many commentaries ignored the fact that revealed was used in 17. They just start 18 like it's a completely different subject. No connection to 17. Maybe that's the right approach. I'm just thinking out loud and giving you some things I'm thinking about. I haven't, the sermon's not written, completely written yet. So I just wanted, I wanted to place this in your capable hands. Now, members of Victory Baptist Church, 
members of Victory Baptist Church, members of Victory Baptist Church, talk about scripture. Talk. I'm always encouraging the, pe- the members of Victory Baptist Church, talk about the scriptures, especially these recordings where I give questions. Let's talk about them, right? We have the live chat for members of Victory Baptist Church. Let's talk there. Anyone who's not a member of Victory Baptist Church, talk to me. Email me at newsif at yahoo.com. Show me what, when I, when I do these recordings where I ask some questions, answer the questions. Let's, let's see what you find because getting Christians talking about the word of God, we need to be talking about it more. You can get Christians to talk about anything, the weather, movies. Um, it just, it's just amazing how you can throw some subjects out there and you get immediate responses from Christians. You ask questions about scripture, you're like, hey, okay, I guess everyone died. I guess everyone, everyone, everyone disappeared and I've been left here alone. And it's like, no, scripture should be the first thing you want to talk about. So I encourage you with these recordings to get you discussing the scripture. Even if you're not discussing it with me, hopefully you're discussing it with someone else. All right, quick recording, Romans 1, 17 through 18. Go do some work. Let me know. If you have questions, email me at newsif at yahoo.com. Church members, you know how to find me. All right, I'll stop right there and wait for this phone call so that I can get some food so that I do not die and not be able to, because if I die, then I can't preach the sermon on Sunday, right? So if if I can't make it, save yourself. If I can't make it, go get food for yourself and forget about me. That's how they do it in movies. Just save yourself. Forget about me. I'd be like, no, save me. Forget about you. Okay, no. All right. I'm joking. Hopefully I'm not. But you never know until you're put in that situation because our depravity can rise up. Remember Peter? I would never do that. And then, hey, I don't know who Jesus is, right? So it's always always best not to uh, speak up about how great we are because we tend to prove how great we're not. But that's a whole different sermon. All right. Romans chapter 1, 17 through 18. My wife just texted me, so I'm, I'm going to get food, I think. All right. God bless. Look forward to hearing from you. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.